Das Chazor sagt in der Sprache, es ist schwer, wenn wir Juden sagen, dass der Dorf Samach Beis. Der Mishnah sagt, ab zu Yavra Kayetz, ab zu Yekaflu Hamakzuis. Bryce says, this means until most of the people have put away their knives. Bryce says, Bryce says, once most people have put their knives away, the figs that remain in the field are mutter with respect to stealing and are potter for maise. They're considered to be hefker. Bryce says, maise, Rebbe and Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yehuda were some place where most people already put away their knives. Rebbe ate from the figs still remaining on the tree and Rabbi Yosef did not. The owner came and asked, asked Rabbi Yosef, why are you not eating? Most people have already put away their knives. Still Rabbi Yosef didn't eat because he felt that the owner said that sarcastically and was actually upset that people were eating his figs. Mar says that Reb Chaman Bar Chanina once told his attendant to eat such figs, but he refused. Reb Chaman said, Reb Yishmael, the son of Reb Yaisi, told me in the name of his father that such figs are mutter, with regard to stealing and with regard, and they're also potter for miser. Mar says another miser, Reb Tarfin was once eating such figs. When the owner of the field came, he stuffed Reb Tarfin into a sack and planned to kill him. Reb Tarfin said, Woe is to Tarfin because this man will kill him. When this man realized that the man he had in the sack was Reb Tarfin, he put him down and ran away. Reb Woe in the name of Reb Shimon Gamliel said, Reb Tarfin forever regretted having saved himself by using the Keser Shal Torah, the crown of Torah, for his own personal benefit. Morris says that Rabbi Barbar Khan and Rabbi Yechanan said, Whoever uses the Torah for his personal benefit will be uprooted from this world. We see this from the Ekava Chaymer from Balshotzar. When Belshazzar, who only used the Kleikaidish, which had lost their Kedusha, and yet he was uprooted from this world. Surely someone who uses the Taira, whose Kedusha remains forever, will definitely be uprooted from this world. Fekhmar, if Tarfim was eating the fruit after most knives had been put away, why was his owner so angry? Mara says, this man had a bunch of his fruit stolen from him throughout the year. When he saw Tarfim eating from the tree, he thought that this was, must have been a thief who had stolen from him all year long. That's why he got upset. Fekhmar, if so, why was Tarfim trouble, troubled for having revealed who he was since it was done to prevent unjustified harm to come, come from coming upon him? So as Murray says, Tarfin was very wealthy and he could have paid his way out of the situation instead of using his name and his status as the Gadol B'Yisrael. Abraissa learns from a Pasuk that one should not learn Torah for honor, rather one should learn Torah for the sake of Hashem, and honor will come. Eliezer Tzadik taught a similar statement as well. Rava said, it's permissible for a Talmud Chacham to state who he is when he's in a place where no one knows him. Back to Reb Tarfin. If so, so why did Reb Tarfin regret for having done so? Mara says Reb Tarfin was very wealthy, like we said, and he could have made, he could have paid his way out of the situation instead of using his name and his status. Rava asked the contradiction between Sukkim. One says it's permissible for a Talmud Chacham to reveal his righteousness, and the other says that's not. He answered that what that uh, one Pasuk is discussing where people know who he is, and therefore he shouldn't, uh, he shouldn't reveal his uh, the other one's discussing people, a place where he, they don't know who he is, and therefore it's okay for him to reveal. Rava said it's permissible for a Talmud Chacham to say who he is so that his case be heard first in Bezdin. We learn this from the fact that the Pasuk refers to the sons of David as Kehanim, even though they were not. This teaches that just as Kehanim are given priority, a Talmud Chacham must be given priority as well, and therefore he can say who he is to show that he's a Talmud Chacham that his case should be heard first. Rava said a Talmud Chacham may also state who he is to save himself from having to pay taxes. Rava also said a person may claim to be a Goy to tax collectors if that will save him from having to pay taxes. Rashi sold as far as to Goyim who worshipped fire. Ravina said to him, This should be also as if naive I see the Mishra. You're selling them, they have wood now, and now they're going to be over there. Avoid the Zara. Ravashi said, Most wood is used for regular fires, not for Avoid the Zara. As such, it's mutter for me to sell this to them. Zakt, the next Mishnah. If one made a nether prohibiting something until the grain harvest, the, the items remain usher until the people have begun to harvest the wheat and not the earlier time of the barley harvest. However, this all depends on the place in which the nether was made. Mishnah said, if the nether was made in the mountains, the time of the nether is until the harvest in the mountains. If it was made in the valley, we use the harvest of the valley. Mishnah says, if a nether is made prohibiting an item until the rains, or until it is the rains, 
meaning the, you know, the Geshem, the item remains Osir until the second set of rainfalls for the year. Rishim Gamaliel says it's Osir until the time for the second set of rainfalls, even if it, even if it doesn't rain. It's the time that normally the second set of rains come. If the nether is made until the rains stop, Rameya says the item remains Osir until the month of Nisan is over. Rabbi Huda says it's until Pesach is over. Zachti Gemara Brisa says, if someone made a nether in the Galil to be in effect until the summer, and he then went down to the valley, he has to keep the nether until the summer of the Galil, even though the summer of the valley has already begun.